Welcome to the Tim and James universe. The TJU is proud to present 31 Days of Horror, The Revenge. What seems to be the problem? Fearing for your life? Snap out of it! You act like you've never seen a dead body before! What is up, all you day 23 fucks? Everybody enjoying it so far? Um, I feel like we have, we have a good amount, we have good movies, but goddamn, that one year though, I think last year or the year before that, whatever, I, I, I honestly lost track of time, but whatever year that was, was fuck, banger after banger. It, uh, last year was something, uh, it was something special, I, I believe it was last year. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know, time, but you know. I mean, this, this year, this year has some gems in it as well, buddy, don't, don't, don't count it just yet, and we're not even done. No, I know, buddy. Yeah, like you said, we are here for day 23 of 31 Days of Horror, The Revenge. We're getting close to the uh, the final days, and uh, we are here with the, the classic 1997 film, The Devil's Advocate. The buddy here had never seen it. Uh, I thought... <laughs> For some reason, I always got this movie confused with Dante's Peak, so I thought Devil's Advocate was about a volcano, and I was like, "Does Tommy Lee Tommy Lee Jones's volcano movie's better? I'm not gonna watch this bullshit." And I never, never watched it because I got it confused with that. I don't know why Devil's Advocate and Dante's Peak—they both have D's, but like that's it. I don't know why in my head I confused. Maybe because Devil, I thought that was the volcano name or the, you know the the mountain or whatever. So I think I, I don't know. Maybe I also don't know why you get them confused. Yeah, it's it's just one of those random things where it's like I just I did it when I was younger and I never thought about it like after that. So it's not like I continually thought like reminded myself that like oh they're like it's the same movie. It just it happened once and then that was it. So I just I never watched it. The buddy was like, yeah, oh watch this movie, watch Devil's Advocate, and I was like, ah. Uh. But then I looked it up and it was like oh like law like law movie and it had Keanu Reeves and I was like oh. <laughs> I, was like, yeah, right. I don't know why the buddies thought I would recommend a volcano movie for 31 days. I don't know. It could have been horror. Like I, I, I never saw Dante speak, but I remember seeing clips. So it could have been like you know horror, antsy kind of drama. I don't know. It's exactly a volcano, but in a mountain town. Mm, yeah, with see. Pierce Brosnan and uh, uh, Sarah Connor. Uh. There's a there's a cool scene where a grandma like dies in like the lake that has now become so like oh boiling acidic hot. yeah oh. that she boils to death Jesus it's pretty good it's pretty good yeah pretty good it's they're like fucking when, in the uh, boat and the water's so acidic it's like burning through the hole of the boat and it's like uh oh holy shit it's like uh it's like in volcano when uh, Drew Carey's brother jumped off the train and threw the kid but then he like exactly. suffered slowly and it's like Jesus. And she also did it to save somebody. So, but it's beat uh, for beat. God damn it! <laughs> Almost the same film. Now that makes me mad. You know it, buddy. Yeah. So <laughs> when the, the buddy suggested this, and I was like, 
once I realized what it was, I was like, all right, I mean, it's a court drama, kind of. I Like, from what I thought, I was like, it's a court drama. Like, I don't know, maybe there's a killer. Like, you know, because you know, we, we reviewed, like, Maniac and shit like that and Henry. So we did. I figured, okay, maybe it's about a killer or some shit like that. Also, yeah. I knew the buddy would appreciate the Char- Charlene Charlize Theron scene. Oh, I've seen that scene a thousand times. I didn't know it was from this I movie. I believe it. Well, like, there you go. You know, just you see that classic because the buddy has a thing for girls who cut themselves. So like, I've seen that picture <sighs> a hundred fucking times. And then when it happened, I was like, oh, it's this one. Yeah, and anytime I see like a thing on Twitter, it's usually like a suicide girl or something. Post a picture and you see cuts all over her leg. I send it to the buddy because he likes that. I I have a thing for damaged girls, which there's something wrong with the buddy in unhealthy relationships. Oh, 100 percent unhealthy ones and ones that he knows will never get off the ground. He just yeah. can't stop pursuing them. Yeah, we've been through them all together. The, yeah, and we the, and we trust us. We've talked more about it off like air. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, daily like, I'll send him something. And he's like, yeah, this. And it's like. Yeah, but this is different. And then, like, I just get it. I just text him, like, I haven't talked to them in five days. And, he, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, and no, it's over. The best still is the one, I don't know if we ever named her, but the one who you saw the movie with and then heard our review and heard us talk about the tape. No, we never, we never, uh, we, we never, never named, named her. It. I think we, yeah. No. Her, her name started with a J, but we never named go. her. Uh, and I didn't end that episode either. I didn't name her. I just said, yeah, you know, I met her, uh, at, at the movie theater. We saw the movie and this and that and talking about it. And the buddy's like, I'll, cause I was just like, yeah, I don't know. I just didn't connect to talking to her. And then the buddy's like, oh, it's probably cause she, she drives on her own and she is like, has a job and she has her own money. Like, and then I was like, yeah, you know, you're fucking probably right. Cause like the last three girls I had dated before that didn't drive. And yep. I had to take the lady friend at the time when I was, I was like taking her everywhere. And I was like. But it could be right. And then I get a text from her later on, like, oh, I heard the episode, and, like, you don't like me because of that? And I was like, what? And I started, like, flipping out of my room, and I was like, first of all, I didn't expect anybody to listen to it. I don't even know. I never told her. I still, like, I I don't know how she found it, but uh, good movie, though. That was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. (laughs) Sure was. Um, But, yeah, today's film is The Devil's Advocate. Uh, came out October 17th, 1997. Budget was a nice $57 million, which is pretty high back then. Um, and the box office was... 100-something, right? 150? $150, $153 A little on the positive. Yeah, not too bad. Not a huge fan of uh, the Keanu Southern accent. Or yeah, this is... Whatever he was going for, <laughs> because he's from Gainesburg, like Florida, like... Do they have a southern accent in, in Florida like that? Some, it, some areas will have more kind of one, but... Is it like uh, the top left of Florida, like by Georgia and shit like that? Because then I can understand it, that. Probably. I've only ever been to Orlando, which is... Hey, Google. Where's Gainesburg, Florida? In Florida. I, I found a few locations, but where is Gainesburg? Near Florida. I can't see on the map. It's zoomed in. Let's just assume, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, I mean, if you want another Keanu accent thing, you have to watch Bram Stoker's Dracula, which I know we, we've talked about doing, but I uh, I have not seen that streaming. Although maybe it is. Maybe you'll see it later this month, because that's another good one. 
where the movie's good, but holy shit, Keanu. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Brand Strokers. Dawson, thou don't protest too much. Ninety-two, yeah. yeah. Oh fuck yeah, Van Helsing. Yeah, uh, Anthony Hopkins is Van Helsing in it. No, no, no. It was the actual movie Van Helsing. It was showing oh, me related movies. Count Dracula, Fifteenth Century. Who's? Playing the Buddy, it's, it says right now it's on Hulu. Uh, I have Hulu. Well, I mean. Oh, oh, oh! It says it's also on Pluto TV. Betty could download another free app. I'm <laughs> talking about you. I may have a DVD somewhere, actually. I don't know. It's got a 75 on Rotten Tomatoes. Goddamn, another two and a half hour movie. The thing about that movie is it's it's really cool because all of the effects are done in camera. Oh, Francis Ford Coppola. I've always heard that name. I never actually He's knew what he directed. Nick Cage's uh, uncle. Oh, really? Yeah. He's in the Coppola family, but his, his name is he changed it to you know, Cage. Could you imagine the Francis Ford Cage? Like, if you imagine if Cage is their real name. There's so many Cages and Pages and Gages. Oh, fuck yeah, Monica Belushi? Winona Ryder? Holy shit, I gotta yeah, watch this. Monica movie. Belushi is one of his brides. Gary Oldman? Oh, yeah. Oh! I've seen, I think I've seen the clip of Gary Oldman as Dracula. Oh, every, I mean, he's... Okay. He's kind of what comes to your brain now when you think of Dracula, because it's, it's probably the best adaptation of that, that story. Oh, fuck yeah, Richard E. Grant? Carrie Ells? Tom Waits? Holy yep. fuck. It is a star-studded film. It is. It's a fucking stacked cast, buddy. Holy well, shit. Well, you know what day 24 is now. Uh, apparently. Oh, fucking Dracula 2000. Seven Don't watch that nine. one. God damn it. <laughs> that's, not, uh, that's not related. Have you um, seen Sleepy Hollow? Of course I have. I haven't. You want to do that one? I'll, You've I'll never seen one. that? I've never seen Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> How is that possible, dude? I just well, didn't day 25. Care. <laughs> I'll, I'll find a way to watch it, but... You're seeing it all form together right now in the end of September. <laughs> <laughs> I've also never seen The Lost Boys, so I don't know if you're into that. I've actually not seen all of that either. My brother loved it. The Crow. Uh, I've actually honestly never seen The Crow all the way through either. It's alright. It's not great. If he didn't die, no one would be talking about it, I'm pretty sure. Like, I, Bloody! I think, like, I mean, it, it might... Franchise. I mean, technically it did, but... Well, it was a comic, so it was already a franchise. Buddy. <laughs> it's fine. Can you imagine? I've never seen that one, but I saw the one that had Edward Furlong in it. Uh, no, I no, but I totally understand. Which is like the fourth one, which had, was, uh, it had Angel in it, and then I believe it had uh, Tara Reid in it. <laughs> but I can't, I still can't believe you've seen Loverboy, but not Point Break. <laughs> oh, buddy, I've seen Point Break now, so that's, You have, that, no, yeah, I know. That argument's before, uh, moot. Yeah, before, it is. Okay, yeah. You didn't appreciate it as much as you should have, but, you know. But it, well, I have Fast and Furious. That's my thing. Just tried to rip it off, and not well. Oh, they they paid homage to it, buddy. So what happened in this film, buddy? I don't remember. No, so... <laughs> no, uh, so he's a lawyer. Uh, was... I don't know what she did, because he came home and told her, you know, I won the case, so... I don't, but she had a job, because I remember her complaining... When they got to New York, that she didn't have a job, and it's weird. So I don't know what she did yet, but he's doing this big case, very high-profile case about, I guess, a teacher who touched a, a student. At least I think this trial was a student, but I guess there's been rumors that he's been touching students. And uh, 
sent the buddy a little picture poo of uh, the girl that was on the stand, and I don't know her name, but she's always like a side person. I believe she was in uh, the first Scream, maybe I think something like that. But uh, she's oddly hot to me. <laughs> and then the buddy's like, "No, I get it." And then uh, she's talking to, about how the teacher like like brought her in and, and did this. And then he slowly put his hand down the skirt. And so Keanu's sitting there and he looks over and you see the guy looking at the girl in the stand, but he's like slowly rubbing his hand on the desk in the motion of how she's describing it. And then it really popped me off. Cause then he starts like grabbing his crotch with the other hand. And then Keanu like looks over fully, not just his eyes. And then the guy looks at him like, what? And I'm just like, oh, God. <laughs> so, uh, I think they, they took a break. He went to the bathroom and he's like splashing water in his face. Like, Oh God, like I got to defend this dude, but he's guilt. Like, obviously he's guilty. And, uh, I believe there's a reporter that went in there, took a piss and then, you know, left saying, you know, saying some shit, but then he did that whole, like, you know, thing where you like wink and, and do the mouth thing. But Keanu did it so bad. He like his whole neck twitched and he was like, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? So that got me. But uh, he cleans up, and then he goes back in there and basically just, like, destroys her alibi. Or not alibi, but her her thing, talking about how, like, she only told the other kids at a party. And the other, and it was only after, like, the other kids brought it up or some shit like that. So basically, like, just kind of discredited her because uh, she drew, like, a drawing of him and said she hated him or something like that. So it's like, oh, you hate him, so of course you're going to lie and make up stuff to, you know, this and that. So he gets the not guilty – uh, oh no, I'm thinking I'm jumping ahead. Uh, so he goes home, and that's when he tells the wife, you know, he got not not guilty. They go out celebrating, I think, with friends, and then some guy approaches him, saying, "Hey, we need you to help, like, pick a jury in New York. Like, you know, we heard about you. You know, you're 100 percent conviction rate, which I guess is really, you know, obviously it's good. I, I guess, <laughs> not when you know the person's guilty or whatever. Um, it's I also think it's a shitty way that. Like, that's what lawyers really care about, not really proven if somebody did it or not, you know? Obviously, um, like, defense attorneys do. No, he was a defense attorney then, because he wasn't a prosecutor. I don't, I, it's kind of shitty then, you know what I mean? Like, they, all they care about is the, their rating. Well, I mean, that's, that's that's their business. Yeah, but don't they get paid either way? So, if, if I was a lawyer and I defended somebody... And they got found guilty. Don't I still get paid? Somehow? Uh, yeah. Yeah, see, then what the fuck's that matter then if you win or lose? Who cares? Like, Because you, the, the, the more justice. wins, the more jobs you'll get. Yeah, and it was shown here. So he's like, yeah, what what the fuck some firm in, like, New York want with me? And then he's like, well, you know, you're good. And then here, like, here's the the money, you know, whatever. And he looked at the check and was just like, oh, fuck. So it's apparently a very high amount of money. So he goes there, helps pick a jury. He's just really good at reading people. Pop me off because uh, one of the lawyers I was the dude from uh, – was he the dad from Beetlejuice? Uh... I think it was somebody else. He was in – a movie, I remember. Wasn't was he the? Uh, no, 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 you're, no, yeah, you're, no, you got the guy. Yeah, and he's the principal in. Ferris uh, Bueller. Yeah. 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 I like that guy. So I popped off when I saw him. I was like, oh fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, so they he picks the jury. I guess 
they win because the the, the jury they picked or something. I don't know. But uh, eventually he meets uh, Al Pacino. Hoo-ah! And uh, he's the owner of the firm or whatever and talks about how good he is and offers him a job and this and that and, you know, stay here. And so they get, like, this fucking nice, like, huge apartment and everything like that. And she's like, uh, you know, she, I guess she's happy she, they're moving there too or whatever. And then he starts, like, me- work. What? Do you remember when uh, uh, Al Pacino and Robert De Niro couldn't pick an ice cream flavor? That was pretty good. Oh my god! You got your uh, Jamboka almond fudge, uh, your chocolate. <laughs> like, goddamn it, dude! <laughs> Such a great fucking skit. Sure was. Oh yeah, see, she's so fucking hot. Like, so weirdly hot. <sighs> I get it. Um. Uh. Sorry, I got distracted. Uh, yeah, and then shit happens. Like he's just starting to work, you know, with the firm and and take a case and uh, or helping and shit like that. And then the wife, Charlize Theron, starts like going out with I think the other lawyers' wives, like just hanging out, getting to know them in the city and shit. I think right. Is yeah. that who the 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 black, the curly haired chick and the other? Yeah, chick they was? live in that. They like they live, live in that building. building. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, the black chick, I I knew her. I know her from Law and Order. She's the uh, medical examiner. She, yeah, she's the, I was gonna say the coroner, but yeah, she's the medical examiner. So your buddy got rock hard and popped off when I saw her fucking titties. Oh, that's right. Yeah, there's a lot of nudity in this film. <laughs> yeah, surprisingly. Yeah, so she they're in like a changing room together, and she just kind of sitting there, and then she changes, and then uh, yeah, the other two changes, but I don't think, I don't think you see her. Uh, and then she tells her, like, oh, you think these are real or fake? I mean, and I'm just like, okay. Because, like, you know, they're, they're small, so obviously they're fucking real. You know what I mean? Like, those aren't, especially in the 90s, those aren't, like, the big fake round ones of the 90s. You know what I mean? I uh, know, uh, yeah. Uh, and she's like, no, I feel them. And then she, like, you know, makes her feel her titty. And then she goes to get dressed, and, like, you see this thing come over her face, and then it starts crawling through her body, and she starts, like, freaking out. And then you see like this something crawling through her skin, and I was like, I was like, that was my first like, what the fuck, like what the fuck is this? And then she like runs away and she goes back to the apartment and shit like that. And then uh, oh fuck yeah, I see a little the little uh, square <laughs> on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, so she's not liking it or whatever, and he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like look at what I got you. Like I have a good job. Like we're good. And then um, they get word of. A famous guy who I guess is like a contractor or some building guy in in uh, New York, who like I guess they arrested him for murder because they found his wife, son, and the maid dead in the house. And Craig like, T. Nelson. Yeah, yeah, that I popped off because it was coach. I was like, oh no, yep. Mr. Um, Incredible himself. And so then, oh, that's right. And then so <laughs> they they put him on the case, which eats up more time. So then she gets all pissy and mad that, like, he's not around anymore because, like, she's bored and she doesn't like the women and this and that. And then, like, just all kinds of shit fucking happens. And then, uh, I guess during the case, because I don't think he won yet, uh, the the principal from Ferris Bueller found out that, I guess, Al Pacino, or his name is on, like, the firm 
And so he's like, how'd you, how'd you fucking pull that off? He's like, I'm next. Like, if you want my job, like, da-da-da, whatever. And he was, like, run. He ran really weird. Like, he was chasing him. And then he, he's like, I don't know what you're fucking talking about. And so then he, like, runs off. And then he starts seeing weird shit. Like, he sees these people chasing him and then turning invisible. And it's like, the fuck's going on here? And then he runs into a park and, like, hides behind a tree. And then you see them run by. And he's just like, ugh. All right, and then he like turns into a homeless person who I think like he was like what the fuck, and then they shoved him, and he was like what the hell, and then out of nowhere another homeless guy comes and they just start beating the shit out of him with sticks. But at the same time, Charlie Theron went to the window to open it to, or to get cool air or something like that, and she happens to see this, so she's freaking out in the apartment seeing this guy get beat to death, and it's just like Jesus Christ. So that furthers her like mental un- instability, because I think she had another freak out after that. Or before that, I mean. Yeah, this is kind of like what I really like about this movie, how, like, it is a bit long, but it lets them do this kind of real slow, like, almost like the devil's corrupting him kind of thing, like making him slowly go nuts. Yeah. That first pick you sent me, that's not her. Is it not? No, that's the one who cuts her up and has her blood fall on her. Oh, okay. Yeah, you gotta, it's... Because I think you saw, like, a quick tit and, like, her ass mostly. Because she's hanging upside down. <laughs> I see it. Yeah. Oh, now you see it. <laughs> and then... Hold on. Don't worry about it. It's teens. Uh, and then, um... It's my other job. <laughs> and then, uh... Yeah, so she's all fucked up from that. And then... He is – Craig T. Nelson tells him he was having an affair with his, like, assistant, and uh, that's where he was, I think, that night. So then he, like, talks to her beforehand, you know, to get her used to questioning and this and that, and, you know, he's doesn't believe what she's saying. And then so then he asks, like, you know, is he circumcised? And then she's like, what? And then he's like, you know, like, you've been having an affair with him for, like, X amount of years. Like, is it, uh, you know, like, is it circumcised? You would know that, right? And then she's like, you know, take the questions and shove them up your ass. And so in that moment, he's like, oh, she's lying. So, like, he did kill, like, them. And so he had to go to court, and he had to defend them, and then he got them off. So, But he's, like, not really happy with himself, so he leaves. And then uh, he gets approached by this random guy who's like, hey, you know, Ferris Bueller's principal was going to come to us and, you know uh, – Milton is Al Pacino's name. He's like, Milton's, you know, involved in all this other shit, and he was going to come to us, and he was going to tell us, and, he, you know, he's this and that. And then he's like, look, man, I don't know who the fuck you are. Like, just back up. Like, he's just a lawyer. And he, like, runs across the street and walks. And then uh, he said something about, like, oh, like, yeah, like, you know, or why come to me or something like that. And he's like, yeah, like, you know, just, like, getting off uh, 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 whatever, uh, child, uh, t- t- you know, molester or whatever is this when he tells him that that teacher was found with like a 10 year old in the trunk uh i believe so yeah and so then he he runs away but then he gets his attention by saying something and then the guy like smugly walks across the street like yeah i fucking got him then he gets hit like ran the fuck over by a car which kind of popped me and then uh he's dead so he runs off and then i think when he gets back is when 
uh, the doorman said that, oh, she, like, your wife left or whatever. She went down the street, I think, to the church. So he runs down the street, gets to the church. She's inside the church, like, with a, covered in, like, a comforter or something. And she's, like, all upset and everything. And he's like, you know, what's wrong with you? This and that. And then, uh, and then she, uh, what do you call it? She was telling him, like, you know, she was basically, like, she was raped, like, by Milton. And then she starts, like, crying. And he was like, when? And then she was like, today, like, this whole afternoon. And he's like, he kind of looks down, like, you think, like, oh, no, like, you know, it's, like, devastating. But he's like, he was with me all afternoon in court. And she's like, no, I swear, like, I'm not lying. And he's like, no, like, like, what's your problem, this and that? And then she just, like, stands up and lets go of it. And she's butt naked with, like, so many cuts all over her body, like, arms, chest, stomach, legs, everywhere. And he's just like, oh, my God. And he hurried, covered her up. And then, basically, he commits her to this, like, psychiatric hospital-ish place um and then you know he's trying to figure that out and then the mom comes down to visit her and is, is helping her and then he goes to talk to the mom outside and then one of the uh lawyer wives again is helping her like oh he looks so pretty like look in the mirror and she didn't want the mirror but then she looked in the mirror and she's like like oh i do look cute and then she like catches her in the mirror and then her face turns into a demon so she like smacks a mirror in her fucking head which hurts her she gets leave and she barricades herself inside, and then he's you know he's like holy shit like what's going on? And he runs over and he's like no, uh, oh fuck he called her Mare but her name was like Marianne or something. He's like Mare, and she like grabs a piece of the thing and she, I think she's like I just wanted to end or something. She like stabs herself in the throat which you know that would fucking hurt. But then she like cuts it open like she like yanks it to the right and I was like oh fuck. And then she falls over and he finally gets the door open. And he's holding her. And he's like, it was good acting on his part because he was like crying. Like that. That's very. That was very realistic the way he was acting in that scene. And then, uh, then I got red hot because he's holding her. He put pressure on her neck, which like, yeah, you want to stop the bleeding. But then this nurse comes in and she's like, like get out of the way so we can help. And then she starts like chest compressions. Bitch, she's bleeding to death. Why can't you give her chest compressions? Oh, I, it got me red fucking hot. Fucking fat idiot. And then it cuts, and, you know, she died, and, and the the barrier, and he's all fucked up emotionally. And I guess he had seen Milton with his mom, and they visited once, and he asked, like, you know, ever been to New York? And then she was about to say something, but he's like, oh, no, no, she hasn't. And then after she fucking died, she tried telling – or no, it was right before that, because he had, was already, like, stressed about, uh, you know, his wife being in a mental place. Uh, she tells him that her – his dad's not his dad. And then he's like, really? Like now? And so after that, he got real pissed and like walked over to her and was like, you know, like, tell me the, tell me the story. And she said how she came to like New York for, it was like a retreat or something like that. And like the waiter boy was like nice to her. And then they had sex and this and that. And it, the waiter was Milton. So Milton's your dad. And he gets all pissed off and head straight to Milton's office, which during this whole time, he has, like, this weird statue of, like, swirling stuff that I guess it has people. That kind of popped me off when the statues were people and they moved. Like, that kind of really got me. I was like, that looks really cool. But then, like, it's all moving throughout him talking and explaining shit. Uh, and then he, <laughs> he went in there and just straight up shot him, but all the bullets went through him. And that's when I got real, like, what the fuck is this movie? And then, basically, Milton says he's basically the devil. He's like, you know... He's like, who, like, who do you think I am? And he's like, Satan? He's like, just call me dad. And it's like, Jesus. Pretty good. And then uh, the the hot chick he's been eyeing the whole time at the firm, like, 
he tried to hit. He was like talking to her earlier in the movie, but he always like looks at her, like like when they were at the uh, the funeral in the church or whatever. Like she sat next to him and he like stared straight at her chest, and it's like, all right, dude, your wife's dead. <laughs> and then uh, that's when it's revealed that that's his half sister, and that basically he wants them to fuck so they could have like the Antichrist, which I'm not sure how that works. Uh, but then she gets naked, and I was like, oh fuck yeah. And then they start making out. And uh, well, before that, he gave this long explanation of like every like I, I don't remember now because it, it was so long. He was just talking, yelling like normal, like basically just saying that, like, you know, people have free will and this and that. And so then he like he's watching them make out and he like lays on the desk and he's just watching. And I'm just like, it's so fucking weird. But then he like stands up and he's like free will. Right. And then he like takes the gun, puts it to his head and shoot, blows his brains out. And then he just yells, no! And then, like, he catches on fire. Then the fucking sister catches on fire and dies. And then, like, for some reason, he's, like, screaming. He, like, turns into Keanu with wings and just screaming no. Is that... Was he supposed to be something else, or was he supposed to look like Keanu Reeves? Uh, It's been a minute since I've seen that. It could just be, like, symbolism or something going on. Because it looked like Keanu Reeves, and he was, like, screaming. Unless, you know, it looks like, you know, a fault, like an a, like certain type of angel that just happens to look like Keanu be, Reeves. It could be something like that. And, yes, I know what you're all asking yourselves. Jesus Christ, another piece of media that the buddies are reviewing that involves incest? Yes. And, and just stay tuned, because I'm sure at this point we could do a fucking top five list of most shocking incest reveals. Yeah, but it, I didn't ready. know this going into it. so I was not going to tell him. I wanted him to see it for himself. Uh, so like the camera goes down like his mouth and you see like arms like reaching like if you're going to hell and all of a sudden he like counters jolts and he's back in, in the kitchen the bathroom sink where that uh that guy's taking a piss and then leaves and does the same thing you know the whole like and then he's just kind of like like what the fuck's going on like like he got like a reset kind of thing so he goes back to the court uh the girl's talking and then he basically tells him he can't represent this client no more like you know and he's like what are you doing he's like no i'm not doing this so he he could get disbarred from it but i guess it's like a big deal people are trying to question him and then that that lawyer i think his name was larry runs up and he's like oh man like like come on like a lawyer with a conscience he's like it's crazy like you gotta give me a scoop oh because earlier uh in the thing he was talking about how like keanu reeves did all that shit on his own because of like vanity like it was all about him what he wanted he had to you know, be a hundred percent. He's like, you remember when you told me about your wife? Like you don't want to get off the case and then her get better. And then you resent her. He's in this and that. So basically just counter is like the embodiment of like vanity. And so the lawyer's like, you know, oh, you gotta give me a scoop. You gotta talk to me. And then I think Keanu, they're walking away. And I think he tells them like, all right, you know, I'll do it later. And then they walk away and then the lawyer laughs and then he changes into Pacino. And then he's like, vanity is my favorite sin. And then it just ends. And it's like, ah, so basically, you just got to con him in a different way to still yep. get Try looped into that. And it's just like, Jesus Christ. He's Satan, buddy. He can do whatever the fuck he wants, right? Well, he's dead. Yep. Hoo-ah! Yeah. Uh, now I just got to watch Insomnia. God, that is a good movie. Never seen it. I just heard about it. Fantastic film. We should watch uh, One Hour Photo. That'd be considered... Was that suspense, or do you think that's considered horror? Uh, I wouldn't call it... 
Star Wars. That's more, yeah, suspenseful drama. Okay. Uh, Yeah, overall, pretty good movie. I stopped it in the middle, or about an hour and a half, because I didn't realize it was fucking two and a half hours. So then I went and got some food. Came back, my internet was down. So then I had to watch a little bit on my phone. (laughs) Yeah. And then, uh, that was the third time that day. And then I watched a little bit on my phone while I was eating. And then the internet came back, and then I was able to put it on the TV and finish it up. Pretty good. So, uh, what does the buddy... Somebody rank this film. <sighs> I want to say two thumbs. Yeah, probably two thumbs. Because I would say one thumb because of the length of it. But then, like, incest and nudity and, like, it didn't feel like two and a half hours, if I really think about it. it like, a lot was going on to make it not feel long. Uh, so and it's that, got Al Pacino being the devil in it, you know? Yeah. His best performance, though, was in Jack and Jill. The, the, the Dunkachino? Exactly. He did a whole rap and dance to it. All right. Well, on that note, we'll see you at the scary movies. Boo. Wow, that sure was a great episode, huh, gang? If you liked what you heard, and why wouldn't you, interact with us on social media. Follow us at TNJUniverse on Instagram. That's T. NJ Universe, or find us individually at Sandman Rios on Instagram and Zero Signal 316 on Instagram and Twitter. And we'll see you next time. Fuck yeah!